Hello and welcome to another episode of our podcast, Jerk and Soy, our podcast where we give unqualified and unsolicited opinions on pop culture and news. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. Hi. I definitely messed up the intro, but what's new? You didn't say your name's Jerk. My name's Jerk. My name is Soy. Welcome to another episode. <laughs> there we go. And we are now on track. So what's been going on? How have you been? What is, what's, what's the tea? You know, I'm just trying to relax more. I'm having a little trouble though, to be honest. I don't know. My body is just, it's telling me that I abused it too much. In the mm. school year, mm. Mm. I have like chronic dry eye now, probably because I've been staring at screens for so long. Thought you were gonna say because you were just so used to getting things in there so often. Things into my eyes. Yep. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the hay fever and all that. I've been sneezing a lot in the morning. I don't know. And I'm oh, and the other thing is I'm getting. I'm so the thing is because I'm not in class all the time right now or doing much work. I try to cut back my coffee intake. Ooh. Because I was like, well, I, if I need to go to bed, I'm just going to take a nap, whatever. And, so well, you're, okay, all right. And then okay. I'm having these caffeine withdrawal headaches. Why does it sound like you're in like recovery from like some post-traumatic <laughs> stressful situation? Yeah, I've been in like this, just like this really long abusive event that, that, for that, eight months. Exactly. And now I'm trying to recover, but I think I shouldn't have cold turkey yet, you know? Okay, so, so you had expensive torture that happened to you for an extended period of time yeah, and you're now year. in yeah. recovery yeah. wow in recovery. that sounds awful i think yeah I, I i i was a little too ambitious like i should probably still drink coffee just instead of like multiple cups a day i'll just do like one cup a day you know what the, that kind, i mean yeah exactly you gotta do it in like doses like when you quit like cocaine yeah but okay okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I totally relate to the cocaine. I also had to wean my cocaine addiction. <laughs> Gotta slowly wean yourself off. <laughs> Okay, but the thing with the coffee thing is I, at the time, I didn't think I was addicted to coffee. Like, I thought I just drank it because it felt good to drink something hot in the morning or whatever. Like, I thought it was more placebo than anything because I never really felt, like, super alert after drinking coffee. To be honest. Or I didn't get, like, caffeine jitters. Same, 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 same. And I thought, exactly, I thought it was the placebo where it was like, okay, maybe I just need to drink it to feel better. Yeah. And feel like this is just a part of the routine, right? Yeah, but no it's actually turns out it was doing something because i'm getting these headaches ah, damn yeah. well there's that well me that, that. oh sorry you yeah what's up with you wow <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> anyways well me uh, i don't know i'm trying to buy a house and that's not going well so uh, what's new you're too poor the house <laughs> <laughs> You broke. Government's like, oh, you're not, you're not a millionaire yet. Oh, well, here's this shack that we have. Yeah, you know, that's essentially how I was going. I see. Yep. So just gotta pull yourself up by your by bootstraps. the goddamn bootstraps and pull it the yep. frig together, and then buy a multi-million dollar property. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, shall we? Shall we? We can definitely go ahead and start with wow well, that's a terrible segue but let's start with radio apology <laughs> oh my god actually before we actually even get into that i guess we should address the our erratic release recently. yeah this is not a bi-weekly so show sorry. this is not a bi-weekly we're show. just like testing out new things and um yeah hopefully you'll see some in this episode actually exactly i'm trying to figure out a new format that works new but format and i think also maybe like a new release date yeah because i was thinking to myself i think our release date is wrong should do it on a wednesday like we should be wow there's so much detail for our podcast listener we should be recording after a weekend and not before again because lots of things usually happen over the weekend and then so by the time our podcast comes out on monday it's like i thought nothing happens over the weekend well, i don't know i was thinking like all these award stuff every time like, it normally happens on the sundays right yeah okay anyway we're having this wow detailed of uh yeah apologies, uh, apologies. If, you, if you've been looking forward to it on this set date yeah. sorry. sorry sorry about it so great apology i want to apologize to the internet i owe you an apology i'm disappointed in myself i'm only here to say that i'm so sorry i don't know who that person was was the person that i didn't want to be i said i made a huge mistake i don't expect to be forgiven you know i failed you 
I wish that I could say this is the last time that I would make a mistake. Be sorry for until the day I die. Yes, who's who's apologizing this week, Soy? It is one Chrissy Teigen of John okay. Legend fame. What did what did she do now? So what happened? Um, do you know a Courtney Stodden? Me neither. I only read about I only Googled her because of this. Courtney Stodden, some sort of model, I think. Wow, well, clearly did lots of research. Said that Chrissy Teigen privately on Twitter DMs told her to kill herself. Um, and that she can't wait for her to die. In addition to publicly tweeting mean tweets about her and bullying her online. This happened 10 years ago. So what happened at the time was Courtney Stodden, I hope I'm saying that right, at 16 years old, was married to a 50-year-old actor at the time, Doug Hutchison. And I guess that's why she was in the news. And I don't know. Apparently, Wait, lots she's 26? Lots of people. Yeah, 10 years ago was when these tweets happened. Oh my. She... Okay. Yeah, it blew up recently, and this is what Chrissy Teigen had to say in her. What do you mean married at sixteen? At sixteen, I was the most excitement I got was trying to find a driver's license. Isn't married at at sixteen a TV show? They're sick. Or is it pregnant at sixteen? Pregnant at sixteen. Sixteen and pregnant. Sixteen and pregnant. See, things happen for people at age sixteen, and I guess what what the problem was also like the age gap, because the man was fifty years old at the time. They seemed that they separated in twenty twenty. To the surprise of no one. I mean, when you... anyway, anyway. I mean, I get what her age is expired. She got a little too old for him. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Wow. Go wow, on. Wow, wow, wow. Continue. Okay, so this is Chrissy Teigen's apology on Twitter. Not an iOS press release, but a series. Switching it up. So she says, Not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all their past bullshit in front of the entire world. I'm mortified and sad at who I used to be. As an insecure, attention-seeking troll, I'm ashamed and completely embarrassed of my behavior, but that is nothing compared to how I made Courtney feel. I worked so hard to give you guys joy and be beloved and the feeling of letting you down is nearly unbearable, truly. These were not my only mistakes and surely won't be my last as hard as I try, but God, I will try! Exclamation mark. I have tried to connect with Courtney privately, but since I publicly fueled all this, I want to also publicly apologize. I'm so sorry, Courtney. I hope you can heal now knowing how deeply sorry I am. And I am so sorry I let you guys down. I will forever work on being better than I was 10 years ago, one year ago, six months ago. First of all, I have many questions. I I have I don't know who this young lady uh, is. Like, I don't have many answers. I don't that. have but where did they meet? Why were they allowed to get married? What did where were the parents in all of this? What's going on here? <laughs> also, why does she look like the cohorts of every other rich white person? She looks in she does not look like a 26-year-old. I don't know. <laughs> See, this is the problem with plastic surgery, and especially when you start getting plastic surgery too early, you begin to just look like everyone else wow. who also gets prostate surgery and they're not in a particular age range. So we're not reading an apology. We're just going to drag this woman some more. What's going <laughs> on? What is happening here? Who is this? Who's Doug Hutchison? An actor. <sighs> okay. The Green Mile. All right. I'm just going to rope you back in to the apology. What do you think about the apology? Why did she tell her to kill herself? <laughs> <laughs> For once, <laughs> I don't know. Like ten years ago, Twitter was a, a dangerous, you know, barren what? wasteland. Right? Let me not because my uh, yeah, no, I yeah, it, yeah, you know, I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> Twenty eleven, me on Twitter was uh, wild. So there's that. I th yeah, I mean, not to not that it justifies the behavior, but. I mean, I think it was generally okay, I know more that most, accepted. I know that most people jumped be, on yeah. that. I mean, I know that you're not even on Twitter, but I mean, most people, most people, it was hip to be on Twitter back in those days. Most people joined around sure. maybe about maybe three, four years ago. Back in the day, Twitter was for <laughs> the brave and the strong. You logged on knowing that you could get it at any left turn. Okay. <laughs> At any moment, you could be next on the chopping block. And that's exactly what it was. And I have a, a kind of weird feeling about it because, I mean, at some points I was like, wow, this is a fantastic experience that everybody could really be their really raw selves. But at the same time,
same time, some of the shit that we said was really foul. Very, very foul. And I'm very glad that we've grown grown and evolved from that. Mm-hmm. Fuck about this goddamn apology. Because that was some from too damn long ago. Well, I mean, generally, we do litigate things that happened 10 years ago all the time now. So I don't think Chrissy Teigen necessarily deserves a pass. 10? Yeah. Maybe 5. No, 10. Mm-hmm. Didn't you see you that? You killed somebody. No. Sure. If you raped somebody, sure. But like, no, um, being an online bully, everybody's a freak. I don't care who you are. If you were on the internet 10 years ago on Twitter, you were probably a bully. Well, I mean, the one that jumps into my mind is uh, the Teen Vogue editor who lost, who was announced as as one and then she got ousted ousted because i have a controversial opinion on that i don't think she should have been ousted. i also don't think so but uh i mean i just i mean uh, oh wow look at us we should get on box news (laughs) the cancel culture is just (laughs) the cancel culture is just getting out of hand and i think that it's gone too far yet again okay it's funny that we just said that great segue because candace owens is also part of this beef for some unknown reason actually no Owens interjects herself into everything for no reason. Okay. What did Candace Owens do? And I also rate that apology. Let's just give it a seven. Whatever. It's a passing mark. Sure. Oh, right. Sorry. (laughs) Apology. Wow. Look at us. Give it a seven. We're getting the point of. Okay. Um, No. Okay. I've got so many threads I'm trying to grasp at. Should I tell you more about the apology or should we go to Candace Owens? Go to Candace Owens. And then we'll come back to the apology. Okay. Okay. So Candace Owens says that, you know, she's responsible for this as in like she blew this up she blew this story up and that's why um uh chrissy teigen is apologizing now because previously corny stodden had um brought this issue up i think a few months ago when chrissy teigen took a twitter break because of all the negativity on the inter- on the twitter and then corny stodden was like well isn't that ironic or something to that effect oh and then obviously was not addressed at the time so candace owens is like, oh she pulled a oh this you yeah that <laughs> question kind of mark yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so, so Candace Owens is like, I did this, basically. And um, she also calls her a psychopathic bully. More receipts of Chrissy Teigen being mean and saying things she shouldn't say in all tweet. Um, and then wanting to cancel her, etc, uh, etc. Et and it's okay. So here's the point. We're doing lots of diverging here. But my point here is like, so you understand what you're doing right now is a thing that you complain about all the time about other things that you like being canceled. Yet you don't call what you're doing right now an issue, but you call it an issue when it's against things that you support. So she's so she's joining the side of the snowflakes. But that's that but that's that that's very Candace Owens. It's just I I'm Candace Owens backpedals between the fence quite often. I was you know it's so funny that you actually mentioned her because I was actually watching just the video just today. Just today actually earlier this afternoon on Candace Owens who seemed to be on the side of the Democrats quite initially and then she's just jump shipped in order for the coin. Many people, I mean, it's, I'm thinking it's, I'm sure it's good coin. I don't know. Because if you're going to be a Katie Hopkins, you're going to be a, I don't know, uh, what's her name? Kaylin McEnany. I don't know these people. Katie Hopkins is uh, British. Yeah, Kaylin McEnany used to be the press secretary for Donald Trump. The Ooh. second one. The third. Oh, she was good at her job. She Actually, both of them were good at their job. Which one? Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Yeah. Awful. Kaylin McEnany? Yes. She's just yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, my she my. jumps ships so often just for the coin, and there is something to commend about that. I mean, hey, get your money, but integrity. We don't have. Morale, I mean, generally, most of us. Morals. I mean, I don't really have much integrity, but well, I'm just uh, so my point. We being, gotta look at the material. Your facts. You <laughs> 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 My my point being is I really like don't like how we use the word like the cancel culture like it's something dirty. It's like everyone does it. Exactly. Like you, uh, you, everyone does it. Both sides do it to like not support the things that they don't like, and that's just all it is. And it's like, and it's fine. Like that's within your right to do it. So like I like even like this Chrissy Teigen thing. Like okay, like personally, I don't think you really need to litigate something that happened ten years ago, like tweets. But I mean, you are free to do this. You are free to try to cancel 
Taylor and call her out and like tag Target and be like, why are you still carrying her cookware? Whatever. And that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But yeah. I agree. So I'm just going to circle back to the apologies part. Mm-hmm. So Courtney Stodden responded. She says, wait, responded to Candace Owens? No. Well, uh, she reposted Candace Owens, but she responded to Chrissy Teigen. Gotcha. I accept her apology and forgive her. But the truth remains the same. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> Sounds to me you don't accept the apology. That's my side note. But the truth remains the same. I have never heard from her or her camp in private. In fact, she blocked me on Twitter. All of me wants to believe this is a sincere apology, but it feels like a public attempt to save her partnerships with Target and other brands who are realizing her wokeness is a broken record. Well, I mean... She says, I accept her apology and forgive her, but fuck you, a butt bitch. Fuck. Pretty much. She pr- pretty much. Pretty much. Okay, so I need to know what a 16-year-old and a 50-year-old have in common. <laughs> well, I don't know. She's lit of the same species. With that, I, I mean, I don't know. I just say that because I'm like, maybe that adjusts your your score with no. that information. No, 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 it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And I also feel like cancel culture going so far as to retroactively apply to 10 years ago. 10 years, we have to be real with this. And I feel like we really have to be real with this, everybody. 10 years ago and, and just two years ago are not the same times. They're not politically the same climate. Socially, they're not the same climate. We can't hold people to the same standards. We really can't. I agree. I think it's a little ridiculous. Especially like a lot of people 10 years ago were so young. Exactly. Well, well, you know, well, clearly not Doug Hutchison. (laughs) But I mean. (laughs) He's still a grown ass man. Still a grown ass man. Still a grown ass man. Uh, okay, so you're giving it a seven. I'm still gonna give it, give it a seven though. Okay, I'm gonna give it a six. Wow, all right. Based on the knowledge that she never actually reached out to her, I'm assuming she's telling the truth, and that she is blocked on Twitter. So she was just saying the apology for the apology's sake, not really. Well, I mean, she makes an explicit comment that says, "I have tried to connect with Courtney privately." Oh shit, she just didn't realize that she had her blocked, so that's why she couldn't find her profile. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Can you beat that? That's like her next follow-up Twitter <laughs> statement. She's like, girl, I just realized because I have you blocked. I'm so sorry. It's been so long. I just I, didn't know. I just thought you just your page didn't exist anymore. Oh my god. Wow. 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 Okay, so a nice 6.5 for us. Hey, 6.5, I give it a 7. Sounds good. Sure. No, I did an average. I'm giving a 6. You're giving a 7. Okay. Oh, yeah. 6.5 between yeah. the two of us. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. All right, a good average. Good okay. average. All right. I mean, not really, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> so, shall we take a break and we'll be back with yes. the dumplings? Let's yeah. do that. And we're back with juicy dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing we're trying new this week. Let us know if you like that. I don't even like that. Welcome back with Juicy Dumplings. Firstly, let's go ahead and talk about. Okay, okay. So you remember when Tom Cruise cussed out those people last year? <laughs> Sorry. You remember when Tom Cruise cussed out those people that are standing too close together last year? Yes, on the set of Mission Impossible. Exactly, exactly. So I have an update for you. Oh, okay. He said, I said what I said. <laughs> what happened? Well, well, he was uh, doing an interview with Empire Magazine. Not to be confused with Empire, uh, the company that Cookie Lion started, okay? Um, what a show. It was a show for one for season. For one season. For about for 13 the fir- episodes. For the first season at that. All right. Okay. Ugh, so disappointing. Anyways, Mr. Cruz went on to pretty much just say that all of the emotions were... Actually, let me say what he said verbatim. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So he was like, all the emotions were going through my mind. And I was thinking about the people I work with and my industry. And for the whole crew that we'd start rolling on a movie was, was just a huge relief. And so he pretty much just said, I said what I said. I feel like <laughs> you should get over it. Um, and people shouldn't be standing so goddamn close together. Well, people don't like Tom Cruise for other reasons. So I'm sure that's why we're kind of 
belaboring this issue. And I've always been a little bit confused. Is it because they felt like he had like Katie Holmes like locked up in the pen uh, the compound that they live on? Or... I think that might well, I mean specifically it was the Scientology or it is the Scientology stuff. Mm, mm, mm. And so that Katie Holmes stuff is tied to that, yes. So we hate Scientology, is that what it is? I mean I haven't really looked too much into it, but every time Baytons, Zenu Every time I've heard, like, Fate I think I heard, I, I listened to... Liam Mitt, Remedies. Yes, I listened podcast. to her talk about it once <laughs> on a podcast, and it sounded bad. <laughs> I'm not that invested in it, but I'm going to take her word that it's bad. <laughs> oh, actually, everything that I've heard about it, they might start sending us... Uh, <laughs> they might find out where we live and sending us <laughs> mail. <laughs> so there's yeah. that. They seem to be quite powerful. They seem to be well-funded. Well, yeah. Anyway, so essentially Tom Cruise just said, I said what I said, uh, so here's Mission Impossible coming soon. So Peter Stern, <laughs> you, um, we want everybody to still make money and pay their college tuition, so I people mean, need jobs. That is accurate. He essentially was like every other millionaire out there, Elon Musk, like, like everybody was just like, listen, we need to, somebody needs to be making money, okay? People need to pay bills. Well, I mean, and I feel like... Most people agree with Tom Cruise in this case anyway. So I, he has logic on his side and I think general public opinion. I too well, because, agree with him. Yeah, I like the movie see. industry specifically is really affected by this stuff, right? Because like shooting a movie, especially a movie like Mission Impossible, is like so many people. So many people. Right. So they had, and they were the first ones out of the gate to do it. I remember reading mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. So they did have a lot riding on it because if they messed it up, then everyone else, exactly. I'm assuming all the studios would have been like, well, uh oh. Nope. See, look at like you guys want to be like, you want guys want to be like Mission Impossible? No. Yeah. Exactly. So. I mean, but he did have points. He, you know what? All of the points were actually valid if we're keeping it buck. Well, I'm, yeah, I think we just, well, A, we, a lot of people don't like Tom Cruise and B, um, he didn't deliver it very nicely. You know, he did a, he did a Tropic Thunder. But, but That's he's a man. Grossman. He, but he gets, he gets the privilege of not having to deliver it nicely. Exactly. So there's that. Yep. I wonder who was the one who like pulled out their iPhone and was like, let's go ahead. Girl, let me go ahead and hit that. Memos. I wonder if that person is still working. <laughs> I, but how would you know? How would you know who it was? The Scientologist will figure the Scientologist. it out. <laughs> Zanu will figure it out. <laughs> well, what, what, do you have a dumpling? I do. Um, there are some. Uh oh, should I do? Oh, yeah, let's just do this one first. Donald Glover. One of my faves tweeted recently, and that's like apparently a big deal because he normally doesn't tweet or use any sort of social media. Wait, Donald Glover? Yeah, Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino? I thought you don't like black people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What did he say? <laughs> to clarify, I like cis head white women and then cis head black men. And then everyone else. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Rude. Okay. He said, saw people on here having a discussion about how tired they were of reviewing boring stuff in brackets, TV, and film. We're getting boring stuff and not even experimental mistakes, brackets, comma, because people are afraid of getting canceled. So they feel like they can only experiment with aesthetic. Oh, no. And then also in brackets, also because some of them know they're not that good. Uh, well, <laughs> look at the friggin' material. We've been saying that all the, the couple weeks back to back. <laughs> so. <laughs> and then, yeah. Did he lie? So that sparked some conversation Controversy. On, the, on the internet. I mean, did he lie? That sounds pretty spot on to me. I don't know if I, I am okay. fully in agreement. Okay. What he said about the whole cancel culture, I don't know if that relates to... Yeah, so, so that's one yeah. thing. It was like, is he referring to like TV shows and movie franchises getting canceled? As in like not continued? Or like canceled, like cancel culture? I think canceled. he means cancel culture. I don't know. I feel like he means cancel culture. I, but then if that is the case, I don't necessarily think 
that is true. I too don't because I see true. lots of politically incorrect programming. Almost everything on HBO. Well, Dave Chappelle when he comes out and does a special. What I mean, I mean, I mean, but Dave Chappelle's home. You know. But that's what I'm saying. Like、It's、I like, don't think there. I don't really see the the case for it because I still hear and watch lots of things that I'm like, oof, really. I don't know, Dave Chappelle, Louis C. Oh, not a good example. He did get canceled.、Um, okay, but not because, not because he was making boring stuff. You, yeah, very true, very true. People have been making just really boring content, though. I agree, and I don't feel like it's because of cancel culture. I feel like it's a lack of inspiration and a lack of、uh, willingness to hire new, fresh、uh, people into these roles. Yeah, I do think, especially in film, like you lose, we've we've kind of lost a lot of like the mid-budget films. Like they all go to Netflix now or whatever,、mm-hmm. because they're just like not commercially really viable anymore at this present point. Correct. So I just I don't see. I I mean, just like I've so many stuff, so much programming is out there that I just don't see that as a reason for lots of things being boring. Here's how I feel about that, though. I feel like there is almost so much content, yet also paradoxically at the same time, nothing really, really gets me there. Because there's a few shows that I can even think of right off the top where I'm like, this could be so good, but I don't know. Maybe you just need to get rid of a few writers in this writer room and just like you know rethink this. And I feel like this could be a really good concept. And I really don't even want to throw some of these shows under the bus. But I mean, even the one that we were even thinking about talking. I mean, like Your Honor. <sighs> oh God. Yeah. We could do that. Could be good. That could be really good. Right. But there's just a little. There's just a little bit of miss that that that's really present. There's a little bit of lack of cohesion there. That's just a little right. No, I think we could even make it a little bit darker. We could, if they really wanted to go, you could make it even darker than that. You know, but it's just a little bit of a miss. I think it might have to do with like the like the short timelines these people seem to be on. Like, like they have to push the content out in a relatively short time frame. I mean, look at Hollywood. I don't know. Everybody seems to get married within the span of six months. So I mean, I just yeah. At this rate, they're probably pumping out I don't know TV shows within like I don't know a week. So there's that. Yeah, I don't know. I I just yeah. I don't think I really agree with this, but people were I guess quote unquote trying to cancel for comments about cancel culture. We、Which? just need to go ahead and cancel him for his. Thoughts on cancel culture because it's not good. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to him. I need his content. I mean, to be quite honest, though, if we're really gonna keep it a buck, Charles Gambino is not. I mean, sorry, Donald Glover himself has said some quite questions. Oh no! Don't open this can of worms. I don't know those things. And I and I. That's also why I was a little apprehensive to as to where how to tackle this because I'm like, is he? Saying this because of just what has been said about him historically, we can have this conversation off the air.、Oh, no. But、uh, yeah, yeah. So there's、God、that. There's that. If anything that might be get canceled is our friggin' show because I mean I don't know we'd be saying some wild shit on here.、Oh, Jesus. <laughs>、so、there's that. Maybe we get picked up like Joe Rogan.、Though. Oh, we could on a Spotify deal. Spotify, if you're. I mean, hey, we are actually hosted on a Spotify platform, and so Spotify. If you want to go ahead and sponsor <laughs> us, yeah, please, please, Anchor. <laughs> you too could get started. What? Okay, all right. Oh, your well, turn. Yeah, I have.、Right. Have you heard about the Zack Snyder buzz? Oh, Re- for his movie. Yes, I don't want to watch it though. I'm not watching that with you. Why not? Because I don't like. You don't like gore. Dead. I don't、thing. like you horror. Don't like horror I don't like zombies. Apparently, it's hilarious. Well, you can watch it and let me know. Apparently, the reviews are glowing. Everybody seems to be like, "Wow, this is fun. This is Suicide Squad, but 
good. This is, that was shade. This is, I don't know, some of his best work outside of the universe. Wow, 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 wow. Outside of the DC universe. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Are these the Zack Snyder fans saying that or general people saying that? Because the Zack Snyder fans just suck his D endlessly every day every moment see this and they is... claim that batman versus superman is actually Whoa. an operatic masterpiece of Whoa. cinema who the Zack snyder fans who? who are like restored the snyderverse that? who's saying that the people... batman versus superman is anything other than complete and utter trash all and the, a waste of time all the hardcore snyder fans that's why I need to know who's actually complimenting this film. You see, this was everybody that I just saw with early access who was able to watch this. Oh, so the press. So the press slash critics. Okay, that's better. They I... also don't have a good track record, so I don't even know who to trust. I mean, I'll take that over the Snyder fans. Yeah, it wasn't actual Snyder fans because the movie is actually released, I believe, on the 26th. Not completely sure. I think that's, I think that's the release date. 26th. Okay. No interest. I don't no interest. I'm not wow. watching it. I was going to say that that's something that might you should look forward to on the podcast. Nope. Damn, that's crazy. I mean, you can. You're welcome to watch it and talk about it on your own. Well, I'll just go. For I definitely shall. We might have a, a, a yeah. I'll just a, go away. Uh, jerks, for a, a jerks corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something else. <laughs> jerks a circle. <laughs> Let's have a jerk circle, guys. Yeah. What? What? Do you have another dump? I do. Um, this is just. I think last episode or two episodes. I don't know. Once upon a time, we talked about Caitlyn Jenner for uh, governor of California. At the time, mm. she just announced it, and I was like, "This is a bad idea." Mm. And now she has said more like actual things about it. And I thought it was just a joke that was going to go away. And it, it is frankly really confirmed that this was a terrible idea. Okay, so I mean, there's some standard issue stuff that surprises no one and frankly i'm not even offended so it's things like she thinks the border wall is a good idea um she thinks <laughs> trans um kids shouldn't play be in the sports um you know she talks about cancel culture xyz republican talking points but okay the one that really shook me to my core mm-hmm. and i was like why would you say this out loud? Who do you think would find this to be like a sympathetic perspective? She says, quote, my friends are leaving California. I don't even know what you're going to say. What? <laughs> Get ready. Get ready. Okay. I could not. I When I first saw the poll quote, I was like, that's not true. And I had to watch the clip and I still played it again to make sure that that is actually what she said out loud. Okay. Models. She says, my friends are leaving California. My hanger, as in her airplane hanger. The guy right across, he was packing up his hanger. How and I pack said, up a hanger? <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're poor. <laughs> that's, that's a very poor question. That's why you that's can't very, afford a that's house. That's a very poor question. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. why you don't have down payment for a house. Because you have to ask, how do you pack up a hanger? <laughs> Sounds like somebody with not a million dollars in their bank account would ask. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let me keep going. And I said, where are you going? And he says, I'm moving to Sedona, Arizona. I can't take it anymore. I can't walk down the streets and see the homeless. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh God. I and then and then so this like she she was quoting the guy, oh right? And then God. now this is back to her own voice. Oh God. I don't want to leave. Either I stay and fight or I get out of here. <laughs> it's just like this is the angle you want to take on homelessness in California. You're rich friends 
just can't bear the sight of watching more people, so they have to relocate their airplane. <laughs> you see, the problem with Caitlyn Jenner, I don't know, she kind of reminds me, I don't know, of like, like a three-day-old three baby, you know? In the sense where she kind of looks like a fucking alien as well as she's full of frigging shit. I oh am... <laughs> Tired of her. I'm tired of her. I'm tired of her. I'm tired of every. I'm tired of her. Like, I was just. I was truly shocked. I was like, who? Like, like, what kind of person hears that? And it's like, yeah, that's the person I'm gonna vote for. Like, so she she's really trying to rally the truly conservative vote and really get them behind her. However, isn't that the wrong state for that kind of rhetoric? Well, the answer is yes. California is (laughs) historically democratic as fuck. So, not sure that's going i mean i think the bigger issue is if she's going for this crowd of hardcore i hesitate to even call them republicans it's like hardcore far almost far right because what like this is the kind of hot take that's like you know like a regular degular republican will be like girl that's not what i would say about the homeless exactly (laughs) so if she's going for that intense crowd of people you're a transgender person get up like you're not on their list like how do you how do you as a person who is you as an individual who so happens to be a part of a group that is disenfranchised then in turn support rhetoric that is like yeah girl i don't know them they are just infesting this place and just really turning it into just a a shithole i gotta get out of here i gotta get out of here something needs to be done I can't, I can't stand them. I, yeah, wow. The pores are just really turning our beautiful state into just, uh, Ugh. They're just so ugly. You They're know? just so ugly. <laughs> They're just so ugly. Let just an eyesore. We gotta just get rid of. Them. That is crazy to me. <laughs> that is opposed to her going ahead and being like, "Well, let's go ahead and tackle the root of this issue. Uh, how can we have such a polarizing? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what would you say income, income disparity. disparity here, where you have a super, super, super uber." rich population within like these hidden hidden hills and valleys and then really really poor people how about we go ahead and maybe fix that okay. problem but Caitlyn Jenner was never gonna take it from that perspective my thing is like it sounds too much like right my thing is like Caitlyn Jenner's a three-year-old baby <laughs> 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 you know, three day old baby. <laughs> honestly, it is almost like something that a three day old baby would react because a three day old baby would look, probably look at a bunch of homeless people and be like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually accurate. <laughs> I just mean like this approach, it's not even a Republican approach. That's why I'm confused. Do Republicans generally pretend to care about the poor and the disenfranchised or probably not. But not like this, you know? Not like this at all, because you know why? Because they'd be like, you know what? You as an American have the right to be poor and without health care. <laughs> so, you know. <sighs> but anyway, yeah, that's my yeah. nobody. I should tell you that you can't leave or should leave your state. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I always assume that they have like a southern accent for some reason either. Well, way to stare at What? Well, you know what? On to other. I have. Oh, okay. Are you gonna say something else? No, no, no. Let's do one more dumpling. One more dumpling. Okay. Have you heard about Blade? Anyway, so one of my faves, Mahershala Ali, is scheduled to play Blade. Okay. And wasn't that old news? Okay, so here's an update, guys. If you're a huge Blade fan like myself, you know what's funny? It's actually one of the. I don't know. Also, terrible segue, but whatever. Who cares? My show. This is one of my, it's been one of my favorite, favorite, favorite movies to watch as a child. And it was one of the only like dark and violent films that my parents would also watch with me. Okay. It's been delayed yet again. It's been pushed back to, they're not going to even start filming till next year, like July, 2022. Well, maybe they'll get it right then. Yeah. Well, apparently they actually have one of the writers from Watchmen, which actually we'll get to that in a second. The TV show? 
show? The TV show. Not the Zack Snyder version. No. <laughs> oh, that m- quote unquote movie? Oh, girl. That was a mess. That was, was a mess. That was a mess. Dr. Manhattan in that mess. Anyway. Anyway. It's just been pushed back. Mm-hmm. However, however, we have some great writers on there. Uh, the writer from, actually, from Watchmen is going to be on there as well. So, guys, just, just, just hang on. Just hang on. We're in this. We're in this. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I'm, I, I'm, I'm rooting for you that you get. Yeah. I've actually never watched Blade. Or what? any of the sequels. You again? It was too you, scary. Okay, for okay, me okay, at okay. The time. okay. Here's the thing, though. If you would watch it in today versus like today's like like darkness and CGI and all that, it's not that bad. This is stupid. Now is that like watching Resident Evil? No, 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 no. It's not stupid though. It's it's because Wesley Snipes is badass as fuck. Like it, it's <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. Like it's mm. cool. It, it still looks. Good. It's st- actually. You know what? I actually might watch that. Actually, you know what? I actually might watch that tomorrow. I'm very excited. I'm gonna do it. Okay, it's good. So there is something to look hopeful towards. Okay, and my recommended viewing for the week is oh the God, Watchmen totally about that. TV show. <laughs> yeah, I too, I too forgot about that. You oh. guys should watch that. It's it's great. It's fantastic. I have not watched it either. No, no, I forget what happened. Something what something happened, and I didn't watch it at the time. I'm pretty sure that was probably like during around the height of your school year. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard there was blue penises. <clears throat> Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, well, yeah, Dr. Manhattan. That's the thing. But that's all I know about it. Blue dude. Yeah. Blue dude. Also, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. What? Okay, here's my hot take. And Tina Arnold. Wow. Who? Who's the second one? She. She's the other star. You might know her from... Um, no, say the name again. I genuinely she, missed it. Am I pronouncing her name correctly? Hold on. Let me let me verify. I, th- I think it's pronounced Tina Arnold. Am I a bad black person? Tachina Arnold. Oh, yeah, I'm that? sure. You, you might know her from like Malcolm. Uh, no, not Malcolm in the Middle. Wow, from Everybody Hates Chris. I didn't watch it. Either. Okay, what's oh, the Oh, yeah, point? I forget. Oh, yeah, guys. Soy hates black people. Remember that. Wow. wow. Fantastic. Fantastic in it. Oh, wow. So oh, good. in Watchmen. And Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was I was going to say, well, I didn't know you were talking about the artistic merits. I thought you were just talking about that. You thought Yaya was very attractive. What? Yes. Him as Dr. Man, incredibly attractive. <laughs> the character is very attractive. <laughs> actually, him and both of the characters that actually that they both play are actually quite attractive characters. Right. So my, my hot take... In real life, mm. oh, I guess maybe it's not that hot take. Then we share the same take. What's the hot take? I don't see it for him. I like like he's like as in like I don't think he's like an attractive person. Wow, he it's just also... has like a very amazing body uh, and can act. I thought that you would say that about another person that I'm thinking of in my head with a particular descent. Might be Asian. <laughs> Might be something. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to get canceled. Let's go ahead and wrap this segment (laughs) up right now. We'll be back. And we're back for our last segment, Armchair Critic. So this week, we, as we discussed in our last episode, or we watched Without Remorse on Amazon, starring Michael B. Jordan. Damn, that was the only person starring in the movie? Damn, just Michael uh, B. Jordan? Okay, That's crazy. Jamie Bell, Jody Turner-Smith, Lauren London, Guy Pierce. Etc. Etc. I can't believe you didn't know who Lauren Lynn was. I a I did not. Know. I didn't know that she was in this movie though. I was I was like, wait, hold on, wait, what? Would you call her role in this movie as being in this movie? She was in a scene, <laughs> a long scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we really get into it, I just for like she made a long cameo. For the purposes of this podcast, I was like YouTube, like on YouTube, looking at stuff for this movie and they have like this whole interview with michael b jordan and lauren london talking about their relationship in this movie and i was like it is amazing how much bullshit you're pulling out of your butts over a relationship in this movie that is barely drawn it's like (laughs) in their defense that probably took a smooth like two to two days to film she was on set for two days yeah probably oh no 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 but i'm just saying she was there were two scenes she was on set for two days so she's probably like okay that's pretty substantial Natural. <laughs> Come to feel fine wow. now after like editing it out. It's like, oh Shade. shit. Is it? You, I said she was on set for two days and you said that's already since she thought that was a pretty substantial <laughs> role. <laughs> 
I like Lauren London a lot. Uh, she's so sweet. I hope she's doing well. I hope she's doing absolutely fantastic. Okay. Shall, do you want to describe what this movie is about? I don't know. For some reason, I was like obsessed with like that that movie that she like started. And actually, when I was a kid, ATL. I don't know why. It was one of my favorite movies for quite a while. I don't understand why. Anyways, yeah. Let's go ahead and start talking about this. Yes. Please describe the movie. <sighs> A summary will do. Michael B. Jordan play. What's his character's name? John Kelly. Yuck. John Kelly <laughs> is one of the best quote unquote personnel within their. She's a he's a Navy SEAL. He's a SEAL. Okay. There you he's go. A, okay. Okay. So he's supposed to be badass. So he's supposed to be a SEAL. Okay. okay. So that's actually badass. Whatever. Um, one of the best. He goes in there. Um, <laughs> Fuck some shit up. I forget that usually I do the summaries. You should do the summaries. This is not good. I'm so sorry. I don't know what. This is a bad experiment. Okay, we'll revert back to I'll do the summary. You should. So Michael B. Jordan plays a Navy SEAL called John Kelly. At the beginning, they do an mission, um, rescue mission. It kind of goes wrong. Oh, no, sorry. It goes right, but then soon after, people on his team starts getting picked off. And then he, there's a house attack at his house. He gets shot a few times. Lauren London dies. This is all in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything. And then he then becomes, you know, hell-bent on revenge and hence without remorse and things ensue. So what did you think? I thought it was fun at parts. I thought it was, um, had cool action scenes. Okay. (laughs) Excellent review. I'm just going to go ahead and say that it's all false. When was your first What was the first thing you said? You thought it was fun? I thought it was fun in the sense where I it's always cool seeing people do badassery. Like, especially in that opening scene when they all arose from that pool and they all just quickly picked off whatever. Was that cool? That was pretty cool. That was barely cool. You know what? It was very cool. It was barely cool. I feel like I've seen music videos more interesting than that. So, yeah, I'm going to start there. Not fun. I actually, this movie is without lots of things, I would say. Without fun is one. Without believable characters is two. Without logic, three. And uh, without consistency, four. Damn. It's painfully generic. It is incredibly generic. Maybe this is exactly what Donald Glover was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was just calling out. <laughs> Maybe he saw this over the, he saw this last <laughs> weekend and he was like, I need to say something. <laughs> this cancel culture has gone too far. This is, this is what we've resorted to. Uh, it's just, I mean, I wrote some stuff down, but... Okay, well, okay, while you think about that, I... We can go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Okay, what is that? Michael B. Jordan's line delivery. <laughs> it... If we're, we need to be honest with ourselves, okay? okay? We need to go ahead and be honest with ourselves. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. It it is it's 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 sometimes it's not even okay. Sometimes it's actually just bad. But his look at the material work, his physical acting ability, um, you know, his blocking, fantastic. His physique looks great. They really wanted you to see shirtless Michael B. Jordan. If you like shirtless Michael B. Jordan, you will be satisfied. They give him plenty of opportunities to be without a shirt on. Or just a tank top. A very form-fitting shirt thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Under Armour or something. He almost reminds me of like Jason Momoa in the uh, (laughs) the Zack Snyder. Snyder. (laughs) (laughs) Picks off a sweater, puts on a sweater, takes it off again. Just for the sake showing you the bear into the water, chest. comes back out, <laughs> showing skin. This is what you want to see. Okay, it's not as egregious, but there is a lot of it. Exactly. Okay, I guess we could talk about the Michael B. Jordan of it. I think I think he tries his best. There's not much material to work with. I okay. So here's my take on Michael B. Jordan. I actually prefer Michael B. Jordan as a dramatic actor over actiony stuff. Also, the windows open at my place because it's hot. Oh, I don't even know if people heard. Okay. Well, like, okay, so here's my, like, I liked Michael B. Jordan in Fruitvale Station. I liked him in Creed. I liked him in Black Panther, but only during the dramatic parts of 
Like the parts in that movie that demanded him to be a dramatic actor. I don't really see it for him. Really? For really? action. Really? Really? As a dramatic? He plays the same character. No. The three things I just described to you are three very different roles. Okay, again, the line delivery all sounds the same. No. Yeah. Okay, well, we disagree. It's okay. That's okay. But uh, I mean, I just... disagree with your hairstyle right now. That's wow. fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so like my thing, <laughs> wow, way to call me out on quarantine hair, <laughs> whatever. He's just like, he's boring in this. Arguably, he's boring generally. But, but he's really boring in this. There's like so many other... And it's so difficult to be boring in an action movie. And that's what the problem no, is. That's... That is the pro- That is exact. You just hit the, the nail on the head. That is the problem. A lot of people are boring in action movies. No, I find Tom Cruise to be quite entertaining. No, 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 no. Let me correct myself. Let me correct myself. Let me correct myself. John Wick? Yes, that is good. That is good. That's how you play a badass fucking action character with... With, with very little emotion. I know, but not that's cool. That is cool. That's but there's cool. Not, not that many. Not of them. freaking Matt Damon in, in the porn series. Not that. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. So there's like you're more often to find people not doing very good work in action movies because there's a very fine line that you need to teach. But again, again, that's where being a fantastic actor comes into it. You still interject all of those nuances into every single moment that you're playing, and you're hyper aware of what exactly the character would be. And the problem is, is that the line delivery and the actual physicality and the blocking of the actual movement of the, of the of the character does not coincide it's like you just forget about one huge aspect of it and that's my problem i agree but i also think the material is just so 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 thin that there really wasn't much to work from okay you're making it sound like it's thunder force in this bitch no but that movie nothing. could have definitely been better he <laughs> could they could have they could have worked with that no they, they need to worked with those they no, needed a, an actual like bet a better script here like so like even like i don't know like denzel washington in any number of those movies where he plays an action star like they give him something to say like you know like some monologues that are like interesting like even when the movies aren't that good um i can think of one off top taking pal of one two three didn't watch it you know what i'm no wasn't good you didn't miss anything but what he did in it was still yeah good. yeah so it's he has not being good. yeah no, so i mean like he i don't know like he just has like uh, i don't know so i uh, point is i don't think michael b jonah was really not good is a is the big problem and it's like starring him like he's the only thing of note in here i thought the action scenes were except the one on the plane there was a plane where they got shot down the plane gets shot mm-hmm. down and it starts sinking in the water with the that exception everything else in it the action is i would say pretty boring and this it's partially being spoiled right like i like it's it's all done very competently but like we live in a world where the john wick franchise exists where the mission impossible franchise exists and mm-hmm. it's like look mm-hmm. at what the girls are doing material like material. look at those <laughs> fight sequences those action set pieces and it's like then you compare it to this movie and it's like I, who cares? I mean, if 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 can we be honest here for a moment? Can we be can we be honest with ourselves for a second? Even if we're looking at like a rush hour, okay? Rush hour had better action scenes. That has fantastic action scenes. Yeah, because they're actually doing it exactly. So that is that. That is the difference exactly. There's a little bit of that's missing from this. There's just nothing cool in it, and like the plot, it's eh. just, it's just there. Like you eh. can guess who the bad guy is so <sighs> fast because okay, here's what happens, right? There's one person that they really suggest to you as a bad guy, and it's so overt that you're like, that can't be the bad guy, which then leaves you with really one other option, and it is who you would think it is. And then like okay, it's also one of those movies that like like the other ones we've been reviewing like treats its plot like it's almost embarrassed by it as well like it just blows (laughs) by all the plot points so quickly and it doesn't treat any twist with any sort of like weight things just happen and then we're just like okay it's like there's no build it's like the editing team and like post-production is like okay all right so here's
here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do our job. Fuck the rest of the fuck whatever they were talking about in there. We just gotta put on a show for us. Do the best that we can in order to make this at least look semi-cool. But exactly, no mm. cohesion. No, yeah. None. So none. Like, nothing is meshing. Not the writing, not the intention, not acting, not the production, not the effects. Nothing is meshing well. And it's just like it's like everything about it is so boring. Like the what's what's her name again? Lauren London. Like that plot point, so boring. What's her name in it? Pam? Pam. Like <laughs> she, okay, so okay, so she has like three scenes in the movie, right? She dies very quickly, right? So you would think in a movie like this, the first scene where she's alive and things are happy like you they would demonstrate their relationship their banter their chemistry uh, yeah mm-hmm. they, exactly that does not ex- that that scene exists but there is zero chemistry coming out of it Ew. yeah it looked forced and so like she i mean she dies and i'm like okay all right <laughs> right let's let's move on well that happened and it was like it was almost like it was built a little slightly too quickly yeah i yeah Oh, oh, uh, what else did I want to say? The most unrealistic thing in this movie is that Michael B. Jordan survives the thing that he does at the airport. What is he doing? Well, he goes to the airport and sets a car on fire and then and gets tortures in? the guy, oh, kills oh him, my. comes out of that car, and somehow he is not shot dead. First of all, exactly. <laughs> at an airport? At an airport. At an airport. You just set a at, car on fire? At an airport and killed people? And, and kill people, and he actually called the cops. And, and he's black, and he's a black man, and the military wasn't there ready to shoot him in his fucking throat, and no. he didn't die. No, no, it's just very unrealistic. It's very unrealistic. <laughs> not, not even a shot to the kneecap. No, no, Mm-mm. it's not realistic. That exactly, that kind of really, again, the suspended disbelief kind of was like. Gone. Gone. Yes. You know what I did have fun with, though? I remember one of his comrades who got ran over? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. People getting run over in the movie will never not be funny. Okay? okay. It always takes me back to Mean Girls. It's just, it's always just a wow. <laughs> okay. While we're on that topic, another thing that I thought was really funny was, okay, so that's like one of his teammates that gets killed. Another teammate who gets killed is, so they're in a traffic jam. Oh my He's God. He's driving. They're in a traffic jam. And then the car in front of them, like, is like a van. A van. And then all these mm-hmm. people start popping out and just mm-hmm. shoots whoever in the car. And then... Mm-hmm. And then somehow, in a place where we just established there's traffic, this van has can, room, <laughs> can just leave. To accelerate just off into the distance. And I'm like, wait, wait what? What? <laughs> so nobody thought about this. <laughs> so you're telling me is nobody it thought just, about this. It was just so funny because they made a point of being like, there's oh, traffic. So this is the setup. Traffic. I, I don't know. It, was, it wasn't. It was no bueno. It was no bueno. They, it was no bueno. But they are threatening threatening you with a sequel so here's my problem with that that freaking marvel ass wannabe dc ass wannabe set up to the prequel right sequel who (laughs) wants to see this i don't know who wants to see more of this <laughs> i don't but I, my other thing with that cooking was it makes no sense it doesn't like at least like when we got a cookie about like shield or i don't know in any number of these other franchises the way they do it even if it's not very elegant at least it like makes sense mm-hmm. here like okay so sort of spoilers i guess at the end of the movie michael b jordan jordan John Kelly gets his new identity, John Clark. <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> and and he's just decided he's gonna like disappear and like lay low. Okay. And that's how this movie ends. Immediately after the credits, <laughs> in this cookie, and it's like one year later. He returns, no reason. He just returns and starts talking to this other person about and he's like, I'm going to create a team called Rainbow because, you know, we need to have a team, international team that will stop things like this from happening again. And it's like, at what point?
point in the movie was this was this addressed, addressed in your character at and, all and necessary because it seems like you were able to accomplish all of this. <laughs> yeah, he's a one man team. A one man team. Yeah, I was I very confused. I was like, "What if this is a horrible cookie?" I what? <laughs> so you mean to tell me that they watched this movie and were like, "All right, yep, hit publish." Hit publish and hit a sequel as well. I don't know what's going on over at Beth, uh, at, at Bezos at, at Bezos Studios. Oh no! So this movie was actually uh, initially from Paramount, and they sold it to Amazon because of COVID. Listen, I don't know what's going on over at Paramount Plus <laughs> Studios. <laughs> but... <laughs> This is not it. This is not it. This is not it, honey. If you are doing something in the house and you put this on in the background, I guess it's fine. But here's, but that's the thing. (laughs) For background, okay. I mean, but you're gonna have like bullet background noise. Yeah, it's very loud. It is quite loud. It's not real, and then it's it's action as well. So it's kind of difficult for it to just be, you know, playing la di di da in the background. You know, you're gonna feel like you miss stuff. You're not. But I agree. I know what you're saying. That's the day. Okay, so you're saying and under no circumstances should you watch this movie. What I'm saying is that, again, if you have nothing else to watch and you want to see Michael B. Jordan shirtless, girl, go ahead and cut that on. <laughs> Fire up Prime right now. Prime Movies, Prime Video. Put it on. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Looking for a full cinematic experience. It's not. The, this is not the. This, this is not the this, program. This yeah, is not the this program. This really is not the program. Well. So would you recommend? No. Well, I mean, at first I was going to say if you just want to put it on, but you're saying that's a, not going to work either. So no. I don't recommend this. You can go ahead and skip this. There is there is really nothing of note. The critics are correct. This this is not it. This is not it. And I want to preface this by saying that I oh I came to this conclusion after. I mean, sorry, both prior to actually <laughs> just seeing what because I wanted to see what actual just regular viewers said about this. Yeah, let me see. Of course, we had quite a few that were like, yeah, this is great. Oh, my God. Mm, yeah, no. Well, I mean, hey, I mean, I feel like, do you have anything else to add? No. Well, that seems like it concludes another episode of Jerk and Soy. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of our show. We will try to be back to entertain you. If you have any emails, please send them to jerkandsoy at gmail.com. All of our socials will be linked down below in the description box. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.